Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm so glad that we were able to make this happen. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Yes. I don't know what the weather is like by you, but it's glorious here. Oh, it's beautiful. I'm so thankful. I'm so, so Seriously. Thankful. I um I am feeling some sinus pressure though, so it's like bittersweet. I'm like, mm. okay. <laughs> we take the good with the bad. Exactly. I have been needing the sun. So mm-hmm. I'ma just enjoy it, you know? Yes. Um, thank you so much for being on my platform. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god, our live. I loved our live. People I loved did. It. Oh, it was it beautiful. Was so good. Mm-hmm. It was so like the vibes were there. Okay. Mm-hmm. They were there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So like now we're here and we're mm-hmm. ready to expand on that conversation because mm-hmm. I mean there's so many layers here, right? Like to uncovering like the power of our emotions, the information yes. that's in our emotions. Um, I'm really excited because this is a space where we get to kind of reclaim any of like that avoidant you know mm. don't, <laughs> that that hardcore put on exterior you know like yes. all that stuff we get to dig deep so but before we do that hold on let me <laughs> let me let's get an introduction going yeah 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 <laughs> just so please let the people know where you are from what's going on in your world your title everything like that just go ahead and let them know Absolutely. So when you say where I'm from, like I'm from Trinidad and Tobago <laughs> originally, wow. um, but I live in Canada with my family and are actually relocating soon. So when you said, where am I from? I'm like thinking of all the places I'm from really, mm-hmm. but, yeah. <laughs> but where I am today is that I am an emotional resilience coach and I help adults specifically learn how to live in harmony with their emotions because when when we are in disharmony with our emotions it's chaos it's anxiety it's stress it's difficult to make decisions think logically and so I teach them the four steps that I have learned through trial and error Mm -hmm. um, many many years of trial and error and a lot of educating myself on emotions and I found that working with our emotions is really actually very simple it's just four mm-hmm. simple steps that I teach my clients and it allows us to regain control and to be at peace and to be in an open-hearted, aligned state. And when mm-hmm. we're in that state, then our relationships improve. We feel connected to others, to ourselves, to life. Yes. And we have the energy to do the things that we we love doing. Um, and so I, I, this is the journey that I've been on personally and I love mm-hmm. helping others you know, reclaim their lives. Oh my gosh, this is beautiful. <laughs> so I definitely, I mean, thank you for being here. Thank you for doing this work on yourself so that you can share with other people because we all know, you know, it's a journey, right? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and now you're talking about it to the world. So I definitely want to get into those four key steps. But before that, um, just as much as you're comfortable with, I would love to get into a little bit of your personal story behind Mighty Emotions. Why it was so important for you to show up in this space and in this way. Absolutely. So, I mean, we can go way, way back <laughs> briefly yeah, <I> and <laughs> just touch about, I, I grew up, I've been highly sensitive, highly intuitive, I like to say, mm-hmm. all my mm-hmm. life. And I grew up in a home where there was no emotional maturity. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of addiction and abuse and neglect. And I learned like 
everyone, every human that goes through difficult things, we have these built-in protective defense mechanisms called mm -hmm. trauma responses. And that's how I got through life. And I learned to cope with the situation by just surviving through it. And the way that I found to do that was drugs and alcohol at a young age. Mm -hmm. And so my journey with addiction led me to very, very dark places and uh, running from myself, running from the world. Um, yeah. And by God's grace, I am still here because clearly mm -hmm. there was a plan. And I ended up in the hospital. One, one of the last times I ended up in the hospital mm -hmm. um, from trying to take my life, actually, I you know, I had a conversation with God, I had a conversation with my grandparents, and they kind of rescued me and nursed me back to life a little bit. Um, at that time, I didn't get any kind of support for my addiction, but I did have, you know, I was able to go back home to Trinidad, get support, get nursed back to health, start just kind of functioning again. And then it was time for me to, you know, be an adult and move on with my life. And so, mm -hmm. um, I made the decision to move back to Canada. I had some things to take care of. I wanted to make amends and clean up my life. And I got my stuff together, but I didn't know how to work with my emotions still. It was just coping. It was just learning to tolerate, you know, things as best as I could. And the only way I really knew how to do that was by numbing and avoiding and running and escaping. Um, so those were the way that I kind of navigate life and stresses of life. And then I ended up in a really abusive, toxic relationship. And that, I at that point, the emotions were too powerful for me mm -hmm. to, you know, just get by. So I started to kind of slip down that slippery slope of addiction again. And I got really scared. I didn't want to go back to where I had ended up. So I got help. I got support. I told somebody that I was struggling. They brought me to a recovery meeting and I've been clean ever since seven years. Yeah, seven years, May 12th. So a couple of days oh ago. Goodness. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy because the fact that I'm here and I have the life that I have today, I know would not have been possible if I didn't get support and get help. And my journey getting clean was only a piece of it. It was really once I had gotten clean, realizing that, holy shit, I still have feelings to deal with. Like, yeah, wow. <laughs> how do I do this? What is, how does this, how, what is, what do I do? How do I get through life? Um, and so after, you know, really struggling and suffering, I mean, I was clean, I was going to, I was doing all the things that the recovery rooms have you do. And it's really helpful to have a place to go um, to talk about what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. um, but I realized that I really wasn't connected to my emotions. And I said to myself, the pattern with me is that I run from my emotions and I don't want to do that anymore because it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. And so I said, okay, we're going to get to know these emotions because I don't believe we would have been created with them if they didn't serve our highest good somehow. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I want to find out why we have these things and what is the usefulness of them and going on that journey has led me to be where I am today and the reason that I started Mighty Emotions and I said I didn't even really want to do it let me be honest I felt like this is something God is my spirit is saying you have to do this Giselle yeah. because we went through this pandemic and I saw the suffering and I thought I need to share these tools with people people mm -hmm. are struggling 
with being emotionally overwhelmed. And we really noticed it when all of our distractions were shut down and we had no way of escaping in our usual ways. And we were left isolated in our homes with our thoughts and our feelings that we had no relationship with. And I thought, I need to share these tools with people. I need to get people these tools. And um, that's why I started coaching. Wow. Uh, (laughs) I mean, there's so much power here there's so much intention here and I just want to hold some space for gratitude for yes you know your journey and thank you for sharing that with us too because you know those are real situations and Mm -hmm. can be difficult to share I don't want to just gloss over that um thank you you so much for your vulnerability I know somebody is really benefiting from that Mm. um and like I just I hope that this recording right now I really (laughs) hope that this can be kind of a a celebration because you yes. wouldn't be you know you wouldn't be here on this platform telling your story sharing your resources mm-hmm. you know um if you didn't face yourself and face you know the fact that you were running from your emotions so I just yes. I have to commend you on the power that's here thank you I sat on the floor today <laughs> earlier oh. today and I cried of gratitude because I I was praying and I I mean I'm not religious I'm spiritual I just believe mm-hmm. in a higher spirit of God that I I choose to use the word God, but I was praying and I was saying, thank you for getting me through that and leave and giving me the wisdom from that so that I could help others. Like that is what I'm most grateful for, that those experiences were initiations, that I survived them for a reason, that I'm able to glean the wisdom for them and give it to someone else so that they don't have to suffer in that way. And I'm just so, so grateful for that. I'm really grateful for that. There's a there's times when it was really dark and I didn't understand why. And mm-hmm. it's like, I can understand why today that things went the way that they did. And I'm just grateful I'm able to be on the other side of it so that I can, I believe that our purpose on this earth, you know, everyone's searching for their purpose. I believe that all of us, our purpose is to learn the lessons we need to learn, gain the wisdom and share it with someone else so they don't have to suffer. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like my purpose. And you are in it. You are, (laughs) you're doing a great job. Thank you, friend. Oh my gosh. I'd love to see you on my TL. I do. Um, (laughs) I'm so proud of you. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I know that our work is really similar. And I mean, the point of this conversation today is to really help people understand that emotions are, they're not this, these things to be afraid of or mm-hmm. even ashamed of, right? They mm-hmm. are loving, informative messengers. So yeah. I would love to get into the four steps that you have laid out um, and how that relates to, you know, the emotions being a loving messenger instead of this thing to run from or be ashamed of. Absolutely. So the four steps that I I came to to realize how to work with our emotions is that our emotions are not in our mind. <laughs> we, mm-hmm. do, we don't think our emotions, we feel them. We feel Ooh, them, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> feel your feelings, y'all, in your body, in your yes. physical body. That is where our emotions show up. However, mm-hmm. our emotions are interwoven and connected to a subconscious belief a core belief Mm -hmm. and that's in our mind so when I realized oh these things work together in harmony that's how we process them we first process them physically in our body and Mm -hmm. then we process the story in our mind and we get the wisdom from the the information that the emotion is bringing us and we can't actually get the wisdom from the emotion until we have processed it in our bodies. So a lot of time we try to sidestep that step. You know, we go, oh, I know what to do. Or I'm just going to take this action. 
And it doesn't let that emotion become released because intellectually we can understand that we've moved on from a trauma, but it's stored in our body. Yes. Right. Oh, why I because I'm like, yep. Yes. Yes. When people go, oh, I'm just going to be unbothered. It's like, Ooh. <laughs> it don't work like that. It's very bothered, <laughs> You know, you uh-huh. can intellectually understand something, but that physical mind, that physical body is storing all of that. And I was just talking with a client earlier today mm-hmm. because an emotion, for example, that we're really disconnected from is anger. And when someone tells yeah. me that they don't really get angry, I'm like, oh, so you're angry all the time. Like, that's yeah. your baseline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So you just have a, a undercurrent of anger all the time because you're not acknowledging it. And so our emotions, I'll get into the four steps, but the emotions are, are where we process in the body. So the first step is that we notice, mm-hmm. we notice what, that we're feeling some kind of discomfort. We don't need to know what that is it's usually we usually we feel several emotions at once because mm-hmm. different experiences can trigger different stories so we we notice that we're feeling discomfort and then we got to slow down and honor that we're feeling the way that we're feeling i like to say mm-hmm. surrender mm-hmm. to what we're feeling right because a lot of time we go and we, we notice it and then we leap into judgment or oh, i shouldn't be feeling this or oh i, I why do i feel this i want to push this away mm-hmm. but we need to surrender and honest honestly acknowledge that i'm angry right now okay anger showing up for me sadness is showing up for me fear is showing up for me and the really important thing that i impress upon people especially people who feel their emotions really strongly is that the emotion isn't you. It's an experience that you're having. Very. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to notice like, Oh, this is sadness showing up. This is anger showing up. Name it as a separate experience. You don't need to identify it. I am not angry. I am not sad. I am feeling anger. I am feeling sadness. It's an experience. So we notice it and we honor our experience. And by doing that, we witness ourselves and and that's the first step is noticing what is the physical sensation in our body. If we really tune into our body, we separate from the story for a second and mm-hmm. tune into the contraction in physical body, the tenseness, the, the emotional energy that feels like electricity running through us. And we tune into where we're feeling it in our limbs and, and where we're feeling it in our core or our throat you know, where's the discomfort? That is the first step to really process it. And people are afraid to go there. But when we go there, when we go there, the emotion only lasts like 90 seconds, you will notice Mm -hmm. that feeling swell like a wave and then dissolve. Mm -hmm. Right? As long as we don't interrupt that process, and we allow it to happen, we surrender to it fully it will dissolve. It, it doesn't want to stay there. It wants to be released. It wants to bring to our attention the information of how to take care of ourselves. And so the first step, the first two steps are noticing it, honoring it. And then the next phase is where we go into the mind and we realize that that emotion is carrying information about needs that are not being met. Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of times we can't identify what our needs are so our emotions are really important because when we can process what the need is that isn't being met, we get more information about ourselves and what, what it takes for us to thrive. When our needs are met, that's when we feel aligned. We feel joyous. We feel these positive emotions that we want to force. We mm-hmm. feel gratitude. We feel connected to everything. But we need to get our needs met to be in that state of thriving. When there are needs that are not being met, that is when these difficult, challenging 
discomfort emotion shows up to say something's missing you need to take care of yourself and then when we get that information we understand what what's missing what needs to be taken care of and how to do so in a healthy way that's when we are able to take action that's when we respond instead of react Mm, that is oh that's the key right there Mm -hmm. respond (laughs) well we gotta pause we gotta Mm -hmm. pause and we gotta understand that the emotion itself is not the problem yeah the emotion is letting know that there is a problem right yes somebody needed that I just (laughs) I know it (laughs) I needed it I needed it (laughs) because I I had a an analogy that I use I like to speak in analogies But an analogy that I use is that when we are treating our emotions like they're the problem, it's like turning off the fire alarm instead of evacuating the house. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that's a great analogy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because it's like you're not addressing the the real problem. You're not addressing the root. This emotion Mm -hmm. is just information is energy. That's all our emotions are. They're neutral. They are neutral. And a lot of times our trauma responses are what gives our emotions a bad name, right? Mm -hmm. People will say, oh, you're aggressive. They'll see you acting in an aggressive way. And so they'll decide that something's wrong with anger. But that aggression, that trauma response, that fight response is not anger. That is trying to avoid anger. That's what that looks like, right? And so I had to learn like all of this stuff. It took it took a long time for me to learn this, but it really is simple. It really is these four steps and it really is something we can do anytime. And if we practice this, if we have a practice of tuning into our bodies and feeling our discomfort and getting comfortable with discomfort and not running from it, mm-hmm. and we do that during our calm times. <laughs> yeah. Then when we are activated or triggered is is more common to say we feel prepared. We feel like secure. Like I know what to do in this situation and I can respond. I love that. I love that. Cause I think I said this on our live too, but like one of the phrases that I hate hearing is control your emotions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. Like, it's like, you know, it's essentially like, okay, turn these things off. Yes. Just, just shut them down. Like just whatever. But when we, what we're talking about here is like leaning into that emotion and mm-hmm. observing ourselves, experiencing the emotion, not mm-hmm. that emotion, experiencing mm-hmm. the emotion. Yep. Um, and that gives us the power to like actually integrate that information and actually, you know, solve the root problem, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's, it's not about pushing things off. It's actually about bringing things to the surface. Yes, exactly. I say all the time, you know, these old stories, you know, you hear all the time, oh, that story is coming up to bring you down. No, mm-hmm. that story is coming up to be released. Yeah. Wow. If I don't know that I'm still carrying these things that someone told me when I was six years old, I don't know until that shame is triggered and it comes to my awareness. Like, oh, why the hell do I still think this? I'm not that person exactly. anymore. Yeah. How would I be able to release it if it never came up? We can't change anything that's not in our conscious awareness. Mm -hmm. And so our emotions are always trying to bring these subconscious beliefs to our conscious awareness so that we can release them and get our needs met. Wow. Uh, Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So, okay. So 
this is very interesting that you brought up anger specifically today. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's I, a moment. It's having a moment right now for it me is, too. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. Um, because I'm actually like, I'm gonna just go ahead and put myself out there. Like yeah. I'm one of those people who be like, I don't get angry. But low key, <laughs> low key, I feel like I, I harbor a little bit of resentment towards mm-hmm. people sometimes for mm-hmm. And, you know, resentment, um, I feel like a lot of people relate it to anger. I remember, um, I think it was Brene Brown who mentioned mm-hmm. that it actually comes from uh, envy. Mm, mm, and, yeah. and that's, that's ooh, we can dive real deep into that. <laughs> but, but I say that to say, like, I don't usually outwardly express anger in any way. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times I'm typically, like, hard on myself or I'll be like, you should have did this or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah recently I've been feeling anger come up and just trying to allow myself to be like girl like you never allow yourself to feel this feel Mm. this like it is okay to be disappointed frustrated yes like and I say the resentment is there because I look at other people who just express their anger or who just express whatever it is Mm -hmm. and don't hold that back um and not to say that you know the way that they do it is always right but right Resent the fact that I, I'm like, dang, y'all are able to just do that, and you know, right. y'all works in progress, but still, it's like anger specifically. Oh, it's having a moment, and it's trying to bring me. It's trying to sense. You trying to sense. Well, anger specifically is anger is one of the last emotions that I work with with my clients because it's it's a sticky one, right? It it's is. the last one we it's the last one we get to because we deny it, and Ooh. the reason that mm-hmm. anger shows up is because. We've either been neglecting a need that we're not aware of, or there's boundary violations happening. We're not we're not honoring our boundaries. And the way I teach about boundaries is different than the mainstream way of talking about boundaries. Mm-hmm. But anger is really useful because it's that it's our inner wisdom being like, girl, protect yourself, like take right. care of yourself, right? Yeah. And I want to touch quickly on you saying like expressing your emotions because. I don't tell people to express it. I actually don't advise people to express their emotions because not, not because there's anything wrong. There is no shame at all, but because the journey is to get back to you, right. Which is the Mm -hmm. name of my program. Mm -hmm. It's to, to get into allowing ourselves to feel it, expressing it to ourselves first, Mm -hmm. letting ourselves fully, fully feel it. And then what, we express to the other people is once we've processed what that anger was saying to us, what it was showing us, like, oh, that person violated a boundary. Well, then my expression to them is to communicate my boundary, not the anger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's that, that idea of we want to express it because we want to release it and we want to get the relief and we need it to come up. Mm-hmm. But it comes up within us and us fully feeling what that anger feels like in our body. Is it in our chest? Is it in our limbs? Is it in our neck? Where is that anger? What does that anger feel like? Mm-hmm. How does that feel in your body? Witnessing ourselves and expressing it to ourselves. And then when we've calmed down, when we've slowed down and we've processed that, what is the story? What was what was that anger saying to us or showing us where was there a need that we've been neglecting like to me i've been anger's been coming up for me too because i've been working a lot we're relocating there's a lot going on in our lives i'm a mother of a young toddler Mm -hmm. and uh 
you know, expectations aren't always met, okay? Um, and I'm doing a lot, but I'm not prioritizing my need for leisure and fun and play. Mm-hmm. And when that hasn't been prioritized for a long time, my anger will be like, girl, you are at capacity. You cannot give any more yeah. until you make some time for relaxation. Yeah. Right? And then it's like, okay, once I get that need for relaxation and play met, then I'm re-energized and I could go about my day. And those things aren't making me angry anymore. Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay, so maybe it's not it's not about I need to outwardly express my anger. It's more so <laughs> I, I need to sit with it. I think this is the first time that I'm like sitting with it and I'm understanding mm. that, that kind of root, you know? Yeah. Because usually it's like, okay, like, yeah. Because, I, you know, I'm a recovering people pleaser. So mm-hmm, it's same, like, okay, same. yeah, like you feel angry, but like, no, you need to be more understanding or like, oh. you need to be, right. Like you mm-hmm. don't have a right to be angry. It's like, the guilt. I mean, yeah, like, it's okay to feel anger, right? Well, <laughs> that and that, again, I was just, I mean, anger is coming up because it's just a theme in the in the collective right now. I was talking yeah. about it with my clients today. <laughs> that telling ourselves, oh, you know, you need to be this. You need to have compassion. You need that. Shutting that anger down internally. That's violating our own boundaries. Yep. We have emotional boundaries. We have a right mm-hmm. to experience every emotion right no one can tell us not to experience it experience it in this way feel that way about it I have a right to my emotions all of them anger included and it's about reminding myself about that and honoring that boundary like okay I have a right to feel this way and this is and I know even if I don't know yet why if I'm not clear on why it's about just knowing like this is healthy for me to feel yes yes Mm -hmm. yes not being ashamed to feel that not Mm -hmm. I love that so much. Oh my god! So your your work is really important. Like, can we can we please recap those four steps? Real quick? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> steps. The four steps are noticing what we're feeling, noticing where it's showing up in our bodies. What is the sensation? Honoring those sensations and sitting with it, letting it wash over us like a wave, surrendering to it. The third step is once we have calmed down and we are in a regulated state. What is that emotion saying to us? What is it trying to get us to see? What is the need that isn't being met in our lives? And then the fourth step is to take action to take care of ourselves and get our needs met. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's, that's really good. That's Mm. really good. I want to, I hear like a lot of mindfulness in this as well. So I want to talk about like the relationship between kind of integrating emotions and mindfulness. That's, that's pretty much where my work sits, but I would love to hear just from your perspective how mindfulness plays into that experience. Absolutely. It is the experience, right? Our experience (laughs) is what's happening in the moment and being the observer Mm -hmm. um, of everything that we're experiencing, all the sensations, like I said, in our bodies, we spend a lot of time in the mind. We don't spend as much time in the body, but the mind, the mind is the computation. The mind is the meaning maker it's the interpretation right and that is where our subconscious beliefs live Mm -hmm. so while the emotions are like the notification that there's something in our subconscious we need to look at Mm -hmm. the mind is where we process what that something is and we get clarity right around the root cause and we can't the the importance of working with our emotions first is because and the reason why some traditional therapies aren't as effective as emotions-based therapies are because we can't uh we can't bypass the physical emotions like I said because yeah when when those aren't being processed our logical 
thinking brain is actually turned off. We don't have access to make sense of things yeah. when we are resisting yeah. our emotions. That so, is, oh, come on. Like, yeah. <laughs> that is you, what I'm yeah. trying to tell people. Mm-hmm. Like, because you're like, like just how trauma can be stored in mm-hmm. the body, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, continuing to, for example, repress anger. Mm hmm. That shows up for me as like my shoulders are super tense and yeah. my stomach is like, you know, in knots or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, there are different signals. And over time, that can become like a physical ailment all because, the stress yes. that, you know, <laughs> because this yes. stress and I didn't allow myself to feel these things and then, you know, do the reprogramming necessary. So there's definitely a tie. Like, I, I think I, I love what you said about, you know, that physical body being the first piece because you do have to. You have to be aware in the first mm-hmm. place. You, know, you have to be aware of what you're feeling yes. in the first place. So I think well, that's key. The piece about, you know, you saying the physical ailments, like what people don't talk about enough is the fact that stress is having unprocessed emotions in our body. Like yep. if you are suppressing your anger or oppressing your anger, I know that you are anxious a lot of the time. I yep. know that you can go into depression because that's what suppressed anger becomes over time Mm -hmm. right and so it's like we think these things are all separate but they're actually all connected yes and sometimes we can't notice and like when I say the first step is notice sometimes we don't notice the physical because we're so in our minds we're so disconnected from our bodies like I numbed my body for years Mm -hmm. for decades Mm -hmm. with drugs and alcohol so it wasn't that instinctive for me uh, to tune into my body but there are other ways of noticing what emotion is showing up. What kind of behaviors are we engaging in? You know, that can clue us into what emotions are showing up. If we catch ourselves in a trauma response, you know, fear, anger is probably at play there. Or we're withdrawing, you know, sadness might be at play there. So we can look kind of at, at our physical feeling. We can also get clues from our behaviors. We can also get clues. And this is the part that might come easiest to people about our thoughts. Like our thoughts will let us know what emotion is at play? Because mm-hmm. if I'm feeling, if I'm having really self-critical thoughts, then shame or guilt might be showing up. Or if I'm having, you know, really negative thoughts, then sadness might be trying to get my attention. So our emotions try to get our attention in numerous ways. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah. That's why I'm like, we need to go ahead and embrace that we are emotional. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> let it, let yourself feel it. Absolutely. And we, it's, what has been the biggest eye-opener for me in my journey was realizing that all the positive emotions that I desperately wanted to feel, that I tried to make myself feel all the time because I wanted to avoid the more challenging feelings and the discomfort, all those emotions are already within me and it's Mm. so much easier to access them when I deal with the other emotions that are in the way that are trying to get my attention, right? And then when I can when I can do that, I can fully feel them and also notice what that feels like in our body. Like today with a client, we, you know, she was feeling pride and confidence and that self-love. And I was like, where how does that feel in your body? Mm-hmm. Connect with that because that is gonna leave an imprint in your experience, in your mind, in how you perceive the world. You're gonna know how to recognize that. That's gonna drive your your actions moving forward. So it's important to connect with our positive emotions as well as much as we can in, in our bodies as well. Noticing what that feels like. That's why I love to 
do meditations mm-hmm. focused on emotional integration all the time because I'm like, uh-uh, let's feel this. Let's mm-hmm. where is it? Where is the <laughs> signal? Let's let's identify it. Let's get to yes. the um, I love meditation, obviously. Um, <laughs> of course, and it's so it's so important. And people think there's only one way to meditate. And I was so just many. about to say, like, <laughs> one of my favorite ways is dancing. And, yes, and it's like low key. It doesn't matter if I'm angry or if I'm happy. I will, <laughs> I will if I if I feel those things, I I'll get up and I'll just start moving. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, like I don't I don't want to get stuck, but I need to identify like where am I feeling this what do I need to kind of flow through right now yes and it's amazing that's my active meditation because I'm I'm present I'm focused mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. I'm fully in the experience it's yes just, I'm not just sitting still and stuff you know there are creative ways to do this for sure absolutely I mean a shortcut <laughs> to processing your emotions I tell people is to go for a walk because yeah. as you're walking your body is processing that feeling and your mind has the space to start making the connections between what's missing what do you need? What's going on? What's the story? You can see things a lot more clearly when you're on a walk than if you're just sitting still sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that dancing too. It's so good. It's so yes. good. It's so natural too to like shake our bodies and process that that physical energy. It's literally the electricity in our body is our emotions. Yes. 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 It's like, you know, the music that's playing, it could be kind of you know, revitalizing a little bit, mm-hmm. or it could be like calming, or it could be restorative, you yes. know, what's what's going on. But yeah, no, I love creative ways of meditating and connecting with ourselves. I think society doesn't do a great job of encouraging us to dig deeper into our emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm glad that we're in this space, just ready to reclaim the story, you know, yes. ourselves about emotions and our ability to experience them and face them. Well, that's why I say this feels like something I need to do because it, it needs to be in the algorithm. I'm, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I need to be, I need to be sharing this because people that we're just not built for that. There's a lot of disconnection and disconnection starts with ourselves. You know, being disconnected from ourselves is what leads to that. And when we are connected to our emotions, we can connect to ourselves. And we can feel aligned. (laughs) Yes. And and I love, like, sometimes I talk to them, like, you know what? Thank you, Anger, for showing up, showing me where I was at my limit, showing me where I need to take care of myself. Thank you. Thank you, fear. Thank you, sadness. I really do talk to them because that energy connecting to it is like, okay, we can be in harmony. We can flow together. You serve a purpose, Mm -hmm. right? So, yeah, it's important. Absolutely. So what would you say? to somebody who is a little hesitant right now, but Mm -hmm. who is just really looking forward to kind of transforming their relationship with their own emotions. What would you, what advice would you give them? Maybe if they're ready to jump into your program, like, you know, let us know. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first is that awareness that you don't like avoiding your emotions, that you, Mm -hmm. you recognize that you suppress and you avoid and you feel like your emotions control you. I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot of people feel like their emotions are controlling them. I wish I wasn't so sensitive. I wish I wasn't so wow. you know, controlled by my emotions um, because it is really difficult when we're feeling this, we're getting all this information and we don't know how to translate it. It's overwhelming, right? It's very overwhelming. But if you're aware that that is your pattern and you're willing to shift your, your beliefs, like it start my first session with my clients, we talk about 
have you ever changed your mind about something? Like, I want to know that you know it's possible to change your mind. You have mm-hmm. these stories and these beliefs about your emotions. You have to be, first of all, honest with yourself to say you don't like the way it feels to suppress your emotions anymore. Yeah. You have to be open-minded to the possibility of seeing them in a new way and learning more about them and learning to understand them and being open-minded to the possibility of liking them and seeing them in a positive way, all of them, even the ones that don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have to be willing to take the, you know, the steps, take the actions, do the four steps. Everything I do with my clients is action. You know, we don't just talk about the emotions. We practice this. I give you homework to apply it to a specific thing in your life right now Mm -hmm. where you need to apply this so that you can start seeing those results. Like, oh, I, I did this and I handled this situation completely differently than I ever have before. What? I didn't know I was capable of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really taking those small but mighty I like to say steps action steps (laughs) right because they do it is even just those first two steps of feeling our emotions fully and processing in our bodies and realizing that we can conquer our discomfort that's so powerful that's such a release that most people don't do and then understanding that oh, this is a story that I've been carrying and I give them activities to do to rewire those subconscious beliefs, depending on the emotion. Like we go through each core emotion. You know, we we look at shame, we look at sadness, we look at guilt, we look at fear, we look at anger, all of it. And it's just about piece by piece, slowly but surely, having the faith in yourself, having the belief that, okay, I'm going to really be willing to commit to this to do follow these suggestions and just be open to seeing what happens mm-hmm. and without fail every time someone comes to me and they're able they have those three ingredients they see results they see positive shifts i know that's right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's beautiful because Yay. what i hear so much is oh my god this is so simple i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i know healing has become you know really marketable and profitable mm-hmm. but it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be heavy it doesn't yeah. and it's not right it's about self-empowerment it's about feeling empowered and knowing what we're capable of like oh Oh, i'm capable of handling this emotion yes i love that so much because i I talk a lot about how like yes the healing journey it is what it is it takes Mm. work and awareness and intention Mm -hmm. but like it's a celebration too yes like do you understand what you're moving away from Yes. Like, oh my, do you understand what you're choosing? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. oh, do you understand what you're creating? I'm sorry, I could go forever. Go, because go. Wow. you are correct. Yes, you I'm become like, a no, new person. <laughs> Let's it's have a, fun. Let's yes. have fun. You are moving towards your most authentic self when mm. you show up and face your emotions and do this work, I promise you. So it is Ooh. expansive. It is expansive. And the thing that is so integral to my work is that doing this creates internal safety and when we have internal safety we have a secure attachment to the world we know that when something happens we'll be okay because we know we have the internal resources we know we've been through it before but when we haven't learned to process our emotions before we have a lot of unfinished processes there's a lot of unfinished stories in our minds that have created you know this real black and white view of the world Mm -hmm. that we do when we're children we don't have a secure environment we don't have secure relationships but we can earn that security we can learn how to gain that sense of safety no matter what's going on that knowledge that 
I can work with my emotions. I can process it fully. I can, and when we process it fully and completely, that ends a chapter that leaves the past in the past and it opens up a blank slate of a future. It's expansive, right? Absolutely. But when we don't process it, we tend to carry the past into the future. We project mm. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it 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 really is a disservice to us. I was talking today this week because this this has been coming up for me. And just so everyone's clear, I still do this work every day. Okay. <laughs> I, I am an emotional fitness instructor. I'm at the front of the class doing the exercises with you all the time. I'm not just preaching or telling you these things. This is a practice that's ongoing for me as well. And I've been doing this work too and thinking about some some new situations that I'm going in and realizing the emotions coming up, being like, ooh, we need to work through this because we're about to drag the past into the future and we don't want to do that. Yeah. And I'm like, you're right. Like I need to go into it with a clean slate and give people an opportunity to learn a different way to expand my perception of the world. Mm-hmm. That's what growth is about. Right. When we're yeah. children, the world looks like this. And as we grow, our, the picture expands, it widens. We start to see that there's more, there's more, there's more. Wow. Oh my goodness. Like, so as far as how can people get in contact with you? Cause they, <laughs> they, they really, they need to. Okay. So, program is called get back to you. Right. Yeah. Well, I, um, yes, my program is called getting back to you. Getting it's back. Eight weeks. We meet once a week, one hour a week. And I send you, uh, homework worksheets, uh, you get a recap email, so I'll, I'll email you following the sessions with like the main points to take away. But the sessions are really fun. <laughs> it sounds crazy because we're dealing with emotions, but they are really fun. Um, I'm actually going to be interviewing my clients on my podcast, the Mighty Emotions podcast, if you want to you know, learn some more of what I'm doing and, and what my message is. But I'm going to be interviewing my clients because I want them to share from their perspective what it's been like, um, because it is really fun. And we go through the four steps. We cover the four steps. We go through each core emotion and your relationship with that emotion. And I teach you how to use these four steps and that emotion comes up. And it really is just eight weeks of you being able to practice it. It's not, I don't even want to say intensive because it's not intense. It really is so simple. It's so clear. It's so actionable, the steps that I give you and the homework that I give you. And stuff does come up and I'm there to hold space for you. You have access to me in between sessions. If stuff is coming up, if you're freaking out, send me a message and I'll be there to hold space for you and support you. And yeah, that's my signature program. That's the only offering I have right now. I have some other, you know, things bubbling behind the scenes when the time is right. Um, I have my podcast, the Mighty Emotions podcast. I have an ebook, which I never talk about, but I well, created. Let's talk about it. I created an ebook because uh, I wanted people to have something that they can use, and so it's thirty-one reflections and journal prompts on our emotions, on different experiences where our emotions come up. Yes, yeah, so that is it's a really long title because I wanted to be extra, but it's on Amazon Kindle. Um, it's called "Your Emotions Are Powerful, But So Are You." 
And yeah, like I said, there are reflections and questions that you can ask yourself to start to connect with your emotions in a new way. I also have a private Facebook group for people who have the ebook. So you can ask me questions. I post more videos and content in there as well. I just want to be able to spread this message because I'm on Instagram at mighty underscore emotions, but Instagram so short form content. And this yeah. is a lot of information. Um, so between my podcast, my ebook, my Facebook group, I share a lot about this and I try to be, um, I try to offer as much support as I can to as many people as I can. And yeah, one-on-one coaching is the best way to really see results um, mm-hmm. and to make that investment in yourself and to get that, you know, ongoing support for those eight weeks. And then you have the tools and all it is is practice. Oh my goodness. The power is here. <laughs> We have some. We do. So, yes. <laughs> I know you're busy and I know things are flowing as far as, you know, relocating, which good luck, by the way. I know, Thank you. I know happens, but you got this. But we might have to talk about a little uh, collab on a workshop or something. Oh, so can, yes. So we can actually do some demonstrations and some interactive pieces and just connect people, um, you know, who are who have similar goals as far mm-hmm. as you know, integrating their emotions. I think this is something that, like I said, we can, we can make it fun. You know, we, it does not have to be super intense or, you know, melancholy, nothing like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) please enough of that. (laughs) Enough of it. Okay. We we like to have fun over here. So it's all good. It's all good, but we also transforming. Okay. Of course. (laughs) Of course. And it's going to be uncomfortable, but just because something's uncomfortable doesn't mean it's wrong. Yeah, ex- oh, love that. You know, love yeah, that. we can have fun and we can move through it and we can have a sense of humor about it and just let ourselves be human. I would love, I would love to collaborate on that. So, yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah, well, girl. Yes, we'll make something happen. Oh, this has been great. Like I said, I know people are getting what they need from this. I knew when I asked you if you wanted to be on, <laughs> on the show. But um, no, this is so great, Giselle. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for what you do, because I know that it takes a lot of energy and intention Mm. and facing yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. So um, It's an honor. It's an honor. And thank you for the work that you do. And your presence is so calming and so soothing. (laughs) Truly, truly. It's so good to see another Black woman in this space and and sharing this and helping others because sometimes that is a barrier for people sometimes there is fear about you know not wanting to work with someone that doesn't look like you or you feel like doesn't you know come from similar experiences to you so the more of us that can be in this space the better absolutely look it's only up from here okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) just getting started so I love that. Well, thank you so much. Seriously, um, I will make sure that we share as much as possible in the show notes because we need folks to click some links because okay? <laughs> you got some amazing things going on. So thank you for sharing with us today. And I just cannot wait to keep up with you and to collaborate more. I know this is just the beginning. Yes. Yes. Let's have a good day. We're going to wrap this up. But thank you all so much for tuning in. Okay. Peace. <laughs>